is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hello, Ash. Hi, Mel, and listeners of this podcast. And most importantly, listeners who we need to make this keep going. Hi. (laughs) Tis the season, Mel. Tis the season. It's Christmas is in the air. Um, I'm feeling festive. Mariah Carey, Michael Bublé, all of our friends are getting a high run on the Spotify rotation list. They are. Fuck the Spotify wrapped. We're all about the Christmas playlist. Going straight to the classics. We went straight over there. I think we've all really needed Christmas this year. It's been a shithouse year. Oh, yeah. There's this word going around called Chris Maximalism. And it's Ah. about why 2020 is the year to, like, go all out. Like, literally just throw tinsel at it. Yep, literally just shitting tinsel at this point. Mm -hmm. Baubles. Baubles. Shitting baubles. Um, Yes, no, I feel like I've gone all out. I feel like I'm actually interested in getting people presents this year. Um, I do have the pressure of when you're dating a person and then you're like, maybe I need to get you a present. Not sure. Oh yeah. And I just think I'm just not. Not. Going to. I just, you know, well, I mean, I think it's like in that tipping point of like, even if I got you something would have to be small and kind of non intense. And then I just like, I just get overwhelmed with the pressure. It's like Chris Kringle on like a highway. Like, if Chris Kringle is, like, your New South Wales highway, I feel like... Where I can't even follow this. And then buying a present for somebody that you've been dating but aren't together with is, like, going to the Northern Territory where the limit is 130 kilometres, but even then everyone drives at, like, 170 kilometres. Oh, yeah. That's the energy of that type of present. It's too much for me. It's too fast for you. It's too fast, and it overwhelms me, and Mm. I just give up. Yes, well, time will tell. Yeah, well, I Deck 25. I'm telling you I'm not getting a present. There's no present (laughs) coming. There's no present. Imagine if he's getting oh no, this is my fear. Your gift. That's my fear. Ooh. Is then you then you feel like a piece of shit if someone else gets your present and then you didn't. Dudes are notoriously hard to buy for. I feel like I'm easy. I've always got this running list of like 400 items mm-hmm. that I so desperately seek to own. And I'm sorry, but I like candles. And it, anybody that likes candles, it just makes this easy in for any present. If you are stressed, just get them a fucking candle. Because we love candles. Get them a rich candle, though. Oh, yeah. Not like, not that sad, like, strawberry-scented one that's from the reject shop. If you do that... You don't like that person. No. That's going to be a toilet candle. That's the. That's not even the toilet candle. That's, like, the garbage bin area candle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I'll only put that on if I really threw out some prawn heads and I didn't freeze them Nick, first. <laughs> oh, and, I mean, we've all done it. We've all done it. We've all done it. So... Mel, what have you been doing? It's December. Um, yeah, pretty, you know, same, samey, just getting through the year. I feel like we're all on, like, you know, the last fumes of petrol in our tank, just trying to get to, like, Christmas oh, yeah. holidays. But what about you? Well, I had the, you know, staff Christmas party. Yeah. My, you know, nine to five real job. This yep. podcast isn't actually my job. Yep. We make no money from it. So went to the Christmas party and that was good. Um, I also went to my first wedding of the year. Oh, you're f- oh yeah, of course, because of COVID. COVID. So it was really nice to see some 
some love in the air. Mm. I love love. Yeah, it's great. Love it. And it was, well, it actually brought back some fun memories because in the speech, it was disclosed they met on Happen. Yeah, and like what? Do you remember Happen? Like I do. And I feel like there was a brief period of time where Happen was like the fucking app because mm. it compared to Tinder and Bumble, it was like, well, this one picks up people that are near you, right? That was how it worked. It was like, yeah, it was like literally you showing you people with. that might have been in the cafe or the bar that you were in. And so the idea was like, if you were too shy to say hi, or yeah. you always like crossed eyes with someone on the train. But I found it really annoying because I would cross paths with like. 400 of the same people every day mm-hmm. on my like Bondi to CBD commute. Yeah. And then I'd get deep anxiety on the train that I'd yeah. like see someone from happen. Yeah. Like it was more the opposite of yeah. like, Oh, that's quite handy that I could see like, you know, six foot brown eyes. Now I'm like, Fuck, I'm going to keep seeing these dudes like on the train and have to be like, g'day. How are and you? And say like, you've passed cross paths with Brian 755 times. And you're like, I don't, if I've crossed paths with Brian 755 times and I have not at any point liked his profile or interacted yeah. with him, maybe you could just wipe Brian off my list. And also, is Brian in my flat? Like, like is Brian literally like living in my roof? Why am I seeing, like, my man, why am I crossing paths with you so often? Like, Brian's like, it's like, I always thought that heavy breathing was a possum, but it turns out Brian was living in my, in my roof cavity. <laughs> What a treat. What a treat. <laughs> and now they're happily married. That is a real anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wedding I went to. <laughs> yeah, but that's, you know what? It's funny because I feel like I haven't been to a wedding in a while. Yeah. But the last few weddings that I have been to were all app relationships. And there was always a little joke So about they called it Tinder out. or whatever. Yeah. It's incredible. It's it also like at the start, people would be like, Yes, they met on Tinder. Now that for the elders is a dating app where people yes. like each other on the internet. Now it's just like, it's it's so embedded in our vernacular. Like there's no stigma around it. It was just no. really great to see like dating apps spoken about really out and open and I don't know, just as if they were Vegemite. Totally. And it's funny how now, like back when we all used to meet, you know, in the workplace or at through friends or whatever. Yeah. There was always like the funny meet cute story, but now the meet cute story is like to do with like them having the shittest pictures on their profile, but you went out with them anyway. And then they yeah. turn out to be a legend or like you go to meet and you say hi to the wrong person. And then they're sitting over there or whatever. Like there's, there's some funny story, but it's all based in, you know, the swipe or that first date. It's really interesting. I have so many thoughts on things like this and we should definitely do an episode. Absolutely. Because, and I'm not going to go too deep on it now, but like just to touch on it, I think it's also really interesting how we've transitioned from most people meeting in a sort of slow burn friends slash acquaintances way to just balls to the wall straight into a romantic dating scenario, like back to like almost courting. In yeah, a way. like you go on dates and yeah. you do it sort of in a more systematic fashion. Yes. It's very interesting, but that's for another time. Today, though, we are talking about something that Mel and I have very different opinions on. Oh, do we? I didn't know that. Look. I, I love this, though. I have a strong... You just... You, you, held, you buried that when we were pre-chatting. Yeah, I buried the lead. But look, Mel and I are going to talk about the forbidden fruit that is the work Christmas party. 
the work Christmas party hookup, which you know, as we just said, people used to meet at work. And then they, you but know, they usually didn't photocopy a room. <laughs> One thing led to another. I've never seen the office. I assume it happens on that. Uh, but yeah, so obviously Mel's holding up a green card. I am holding up a staunch red card mm. on this one. I'm, I'm flagging it. Mel has thought so. Mel. Well, I would say it's more of an orange card. Oh, she's got, okay. Because I have some, there are some boundaries to... Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so basically, I think, fuck it, have your Christmas party hookup, right? You just wrote an article about this, too. I did. I did just write, well, because usually when we do these eps, I have, like, an idea for an ep, and then I'm so inspired. And then, because we've got, like, we've got, like, a backlog of eps we're slowly getting through that I'll end up, like, usually the timing for my Vogue column and this is the same. (laughs) I I write about it, and then it's almost like I kind of – but you know what, whatever. It's way – I can elaborate way more in a podcast, and then, obviously, you get Ash's opinion. Oh, yeah. And Ash's interjections Mm -hmm. where she says, absolutely not – get fucked about it but basically i i think that it can be fucking fun as hell to have mm-hmm. a work christmas party hookup it's the spice of life you know like okay when i look no, back that, on my deathbed <laughs> the spice of life is cinnamon mel and it's a great multi-purpose spice <laughs> It is not like getting on your knees for Tom in accounts. What? Accounts <laughs> dying. Oh my god. No, but you know, like when I'm on my deathbed, I I thought about this a while ago. Oh I want to I want to have like these like chaotic memories of just doing wild stuff. And look, it, when it comes to wild stuff that could have grave repercussions, I would say the work Christmas party hookup is like. Top three. <laughs> top three. Like, it's probably the only top three one that won't get you arrested and incarcerated. Yeah. Yes, the rest exactly. will put you in jail. This one will just potentially get make you, you fired. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you'll lose your livelihood and you'll be deeply, deeply dead inside. <laughs> but that's why I have rules around it. Okay. So it's not, it's not just go hook up with anyone that you want, anywhere that you want. It's not like that. Okay. What I'm talking about is more... Like, where I've had work hookups, it's been more like enjoying the fun of having lowered inhibitions because you're drinking. So being champagne influenced. Yeah. Finally talking to that cute guy or cute girl, whoever. And then maybe... After the actual party, not at the fucking venue. Yeah, you don't want the boss. You to be have standing. a little make out, or you go have a bang, or whatever happens, and then it's sort of like there's mild regret there, maybe. But at the end of the day, it was it was fun. It was heightened, heightened emotions, like kind of the culmination of a whole bunch of awkward, tepid kitchen chat. Chats. You know, it's fun. There's a fun, there's a, it's fun and zesty. And I just think that sometimes we freak out about all these like potential repercussions, but sometimes it can just be fun and zesty. However, however, there are many ways that you can fuck this up all right. where it really comes back to bite you in the ass. Okay. So obviously the number one is make sure neither of you are married and or in a relationship. Yes. We all there. saw Love Actually when... You know, Joni Mitchell was playing in the background as she opened the necklace. Yes. And realized it was not for her. Yes. So, and that he was giving it to the assistant at work. So, I mean, 
you can't be in a relationship, they can't be in a relationship. Yeah. Feel that one out first. Absolutely. And I'm going to say, and this that probably ties into the second one, because the the reason, the number one reason that neither of you can be in a relationship besides it being really shitty to cheat yeah. is because everyone at that party knows if one or the other person is in a relationship. And I cannot tell you how laser focused everyone is at the Christmas party on anybody who is remotely flirting. Everyone wants the Christmas party goss. They want the tea and they want it hot. Even if you have a 30 second flirty chat with somebody, you are almost guaranteed to be questioned about it two hours later over at the tequila stand. You will be. Yes. So it's like, if you go there. What's going on there? Nothing. And that's the last thing that you want. Like the last thing that you want is to become office goss when after the fact the thing like the hookup that you had yeah was a regret like if you did if it wasn't a regret then you're probably gonna have a great time with all the gossip because yeah. sometimes gossip's really fun but then it's like if it, if you wake up the next day and you're like fuck 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 why did i do that yeah and then everybody saw it or saw like the beginnings of it absolutely no that's a horrendous thought and that's mm. why you don't do anything at the actual party bad idea well i've also got another parameter yes go do not sleep with anybody or flow with anybody who is a direct report to you. Or your manager. Or, well, or your, your manager should know not to sleep with yeah, you. But true. if it's a direct report, like, it's a little bit hard to, like, come down on someone yeah. on a Tuesday for, like, fucking up the monthly reports. Who's been down on you? Like, it's a little <laughs> bit tricky. If you want to maintain that level of respect and authority, and we know having a team member that, like pulls the wool that doesn't respect you makes your job so much harder mm-hmm. it's so much easier to have a team that respects you and does what the fuck you say yes so i would say if they're a direct report no and if you're a manager also no yes like sleep with someone on your level or not in your department i was gonna say i would even put in parameter of not in your department go in, interdepartmental. You want to go the person that you are not going to have to work mail closely room guy. with for the next year. Mail Actually, room maybe guy. not even mailroom guy. That might Todd be too in close. accounts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> IT boys, fucking, they are fun. Fucking Sarah in marketing. Yeah. Not, not old mate in your direct team. Don't, like, it's a makes the whips pretty awkward. Yeah. Sexual and so, tension. yeah, like, absolute flat out no to sleeping with your manager or sleeping with someone who is your direct report. But I would also say like 90% no to somebody that you work with daily, because I just think like the last thing that you're going to want is an entire fucking year, two years, whatever, however long you stay at that company of awkward interactions. If it goes South, like, and, and it really has a big chance of going South, which is another thing that we'll talk about in a minute. But like, I, I just think I've never hooked up with somebody that was in within my own immediate department in a job except when i was in retail i hooked up with my manager and that's how i know that you shouldn't hook up with your manager yeah see retail and i guess shift works a bit different because you yes. might not be on the same shift but you work for the same company so if you're you know working at the hospital or in retail or in hospital but even then i still think avoid like if yeah. you're in fucking if you're in a hospital and you go to your hospital christmas party if you work in like icu Go bang a doctor who works in like radiography that where people come in and they're like, I have an ear infection or whatever. Yeah, Ante. radiology. <laughs> go, and, go, and, go fucking an anesthetist. You pick the hardest medical with. word to say. What is wrong with Also, you? they make heaps of money. And they're rich. They are fucking loaded. So, if, yeah, if you do seal that deal, 
you will not have to worry about working anymore. How yeah. nice. You so can good. just quit that job and it'll never be awkward again. Yeah, I definitely. And But then the awkward thing is I do think a lot of the time people have the crush on the person that they've worked with quite closely because that's when you're going to get it. to know them. Yeah. But then I think you have an even greater chance of it going to shit because you've got a real crush, mate. Like, like I'm talking the best hookups in a work Christmas party situation is somebody that you barely know. The waiter at the hot. Christmas party. The Only waiter. one time I've ever Look, done it. It was the waiter. What do you mean? And tell that story, please. Oh, when I was 18, I worked as an assistant at an accounting firm yeah. out of, you know, in my gap year. And we had our work Christmas lunch and I hooked up with a waiter. I was 18. I didn't know better. Perfect. No. Never I saw that guy again. Perfect hookup, isn't it? Totally. It has nothing to do with the company. It's probably why I don't like work Christmas parties anymore, though. I think they're <laughs> fraught with danger. A lot of alcohol, yeah. a lot of anxieties, a lot of, like, mm-hmm. seeing dogs walk on their hind legs and teachers outside of school. You know what I mean? Yes. Like- yeah, totally. And I think even, like, there is not a human in this world that has woken up after a Christmas party and not thought, fuck, fuck, fuck. Why did I say why that? Why did I insert any manner of, you know... Behaviour here. Behaviour here, yeah. Like... I always wake up thinking, oh, I said that thing and I probably shouldn't have said it. And like, no one's thinking about or it. You, because fine. everyone woke up feeling like you, thinking about what they said. Exactly. They're just fraught with... They are. They're a really bad idea when you think about it. Like, everyone's letting off steam. And of course, dumb shit's going to happen. But I do think in terms of the hookup thing, this is what I mean, I guess, yeah. is that there are just low-risk hookups mm-hmm. when you follow our parameters. And then there are very high-risk mm-hmm. hookups. And I would say regardless of however the risk is like obviously the high risk ones is like your direct report your manager someone in your immediate team hooking up actually at the venue where everyone can see you someone that's in a relationship or married all of those bad idea terrible terrible red idea. Do flag not. red run, flag alert run get your get your work bestie to like you know rip that champagne out of your hand and just shove you into the toot lock you in there yeah until the end of the party so that you yeah. don't do any of that if you think you might or maybe have an arancini or four because you're drunk you're not thinking yes. correctly and you need some carbohydrate just go mill around where those like canapes, canapes are, are coming, coming out <laughs> stay in that zone that's your zone um but i was also gonna say don't start telling everybody who you have a crush on when you're at the christmas party bad idea it's gonna Ooh. get around do not think this has happened to me before do not think that when you tell this random person because you were really drunk and you just felt like you're having a really good moment like oh they're so lovely that telling them isn't going to end up all the way over here with some other person within 15 minutes because it will yeah, it's Bad basically idea. just high school without uniforms. Like 100%. everyone is gossiping. Everyone is gossiping. Um, but I think the most important factor to me with any, because even if this is this this goes for a high risk hookup, mm-hmm. a low risk hookup, at some point you were going to have to go back to the office. Yeah, we can't work the from next home day. forever. No, and it's usually the next day, and you're really hung. Mm. Even if it's after the holiday period. Mm. It's still fresh good. and you're going to have to see that person somewhere in the building, whether it's the kitchen, whether it's when you go up to level 10 and they're going to level nine and you're stuck in, stuck in the lift together, mm. whatever it is, and deal with that interaction. And it's like, can you handle it? Can you handle that day in, day out for a year if it doesn't work out, if you wake up the next day and you're really regretful if they wake up the next day and they're really regretful. If you like, you know, 
keep hooking up and then they ghost you? Like, can you handle the discomfort of dealing with that person in your direct? And also, like, do you have a lot of savings? Do you have a trust fund? Because this is like, is it worth hitting that? Because this is your livelihood. Like, if it really like if push comes to shove and you lose your job over it or you have to leave because you are you feel like your mental health is being damaged by like being ignored yeah. by someone you saw at the christmas party that's your income stream gone like, yeah. it just seems like a safer option to sleep with someone outside of that environment because i'm guessing most of us only have one job yeah and when it's gone you have no money coming in and you know what the perfect example of that is is you know the holiday and Kate Winslet's character at the beginning, and mm. she is like boning that piece of shit dude. And I think he was her direct manager, wasn't he? Wrong. Well, or was he owner of the company or something? Yeah, some higher. He, up. Yeah, like already she fucked up. So. Yeah, he. You should never. You but. should never. But that, and then she had to deal with his engagement announcement. Orkies. Uncomfortable, and he was a piece of shit, and just kept like, you know, gaslighting her. Like she was literally in the worst. I was like, I feel like that scene like makes me deeply uncomfortable every single time I watch it. I need to get to the bit where she's standing in the like Santa Ana winds and having an amazing time with that old man that like she brings back to life again, you know, like I need to get to that Kate Winslet because that early Kate Winslet upsets me a lot. But do you even want to take the risk of being early Kate Winslet? The answer is no. No, you don't. You don't. But also I think it's worth knowing that, even the most low-key hookup, you're going to have awkwardness at There's the very least, of- if not potential for early Kate Winslet energy in your life. So I think that's really important to remember. And if you can handle that, cool, because sometimes I can handle that. Sometimes I'm like, yep, fuck it. Whatever. I am strong enough person that, like, and I'm not invested enough in this thing. And I think that's what the, the key crucial element is, is you're not that invested so it's okay. You need like negative nil investment in this human. Yes. Negative nil. Yes. I think that's really important um, because the times where I've had negative nil investment, it's mm-hmm. like just a bit of like awkwardness of knowing that people are talking about you maybe. But the times that I've had any kind of proper crush on the person mm. is when the rejection, which I'm sorry, but every hookup I've had in an office, work, company, any of that, environment has always gone to shit always and then i'm usually the one that gets hurt and then it's like i have to go through the yucky bit of like rejection while the person is literally like you know like when it was my retail manager literally talking to me every day and telling me to fucking unpack some t-shirts yeah that doesn't feel good fuck no like you were you like unpack some t-shirts eh? and they're like Yes, unpack I'd the t-shirts. I'd be like in the warehouse room crying, oh, like no. opening plastic t-shirt bags, crying for the environment and for my soul. But she anyway. was crying mainly for herself, guys. <laughs> I was. I think that the on a, on, on a more just lol, funny, awkward situation, and this is the sort of thing that expect this, but you won't die from this. It's just fucking funny. Okay. Was that I was at a Christmas party once and I was – Ended up, I was a guy that I honestly had never even really like thought about or anything. We just ended up chatting and he was cute. 
and there was a vibe. And then we, as we got drunker, we just kept hanging around each other. And obviously other people were noticing and shit. And then because everybody's like bored out of their fucking minds and that we were the only people that were like remotely giving it something up. I think everyone was just like heavily invested in what was going on. And so I remember this person coming up, just being like, are you guys going to get married? You're perfect together. Like just really, really like chaotic energy. And we were like, oh God, but it was just like laughing it off. Anyway, we didn't actually hook up after the Christmas party, but we all had to go to work the next day and we're all hung as shit. And I was just like dreading having to see this dude because I was just like, oh my God, I want to die. Like everyone saw us just chatting all night. Yeah. Um, and then it was really funny because we sat really close near each other. Like we were different departments, but we, our, it was an open plan Newsrooms are pretty open. Yeah. It was places. all very like media open, open plan vibes. And so basically <laughs> the person that had said drunk, uh, you guys going to get married. married. Apparently even sober felt like that was a really funny thing to say and literally came up to me and was like so when's the wedding and like he can hear this whole thing going down and I was just like I wanted to crawl down into the air vent on the floor and just die in there um so I hate this that Wouldn't will it, happen to you if and you... every office has idiots <laughs> well I just feel like every office has like people that you know are gonna really find it fun to joke around about this. any hookup, any potential hookup. Because it's like, you, you know what? You hit the nail on the head, Ash, when you said it's like high school yes. without uniforms. That's Everyone what plays every a office role. is like. Everyone has like, there's the class clown and the bloody bad one, the yeah. good one. So it's kind of like, uh, that's, I guess, what I mean by my green light is it's like, yes, but like, yes, but remember that it's going to be awkward the next day, regardless of whether you guys fall in love to get married or not. Yeah. It's also more likely to go south than it is to go well for you after the fact. Like nine times out of 10, be prepared. This is going to be, this will run poorly for you. Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, I also think, like you said, there are a myriad of absolute hard no's to this. Oh, yeah. Because those, you fuck up on those ones and that's when you end up in fucking HR. (laughs) You end up in HR and then you end up in Centrelink and then you end up in your parents' spare room. The trajectory, my friends, does not change much. It's a pretty pretty clear path. Pretty clear path. I would wish upon no one except all my enemies. Exactly. But um, look, it it is the season, as we said at the beginning. So you probably are going to do it. So... Please heed our advice. If you've done it. Oh, we, yes. If you oh, my God, please. done it, come spill the tea. Facebook group, jeans and a nice top. I feel like we don't need to repeat these anymore. No. Come DM us on Instagram. Send us an email to the Gmail. But the Facebook, share. Come on. Share. I mean, I fucking love some good office gossip. I, my favorite office gossip is offices I'm not even in. Totally. I love them. Workplaces love of all kinds. I I love, I feel like I've gotten more in, into gossip the older that I've gotten. All I want is tea from everyone. So please come and tell us your stories. We want to hear I it. don't care if the story is that you boned your boss and everybody saw someone opened the t- door and saw you guys going <laughs> at it in the stall. I don't care if the story is that you finally told your crush you liked them and it did work out for you and now you're married yeah. and people are saying in your wedding speech about the Christmas party where they saw you first making out 
buy the hors d'oeuvres. That would have been that would have been a great story. That Unfortunately, great story. I think the marginal it's the exception, the not exception the rule. to the rule. Yes. <laughs> There would be a margin of, you know, 0.1%. But yep. if you are that 1%, we, we want to hear it. it. Um, but yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.